This is the Annex Wealth Management SWAT podcast. It is Monday, June 27th, 2022. Insight and perspective from members of the Annex Wealth Management Investment Committee. Three in the studio today. First timer, Blaine Disrood is a trader and research analyst. Welcome to the podcast. Hey, thanks. Trevor Nargis, investment management specialist. Welcome. Thanks, Danny. And Todd Voigt, chief investment strategist. Welcome to the podcast. Thanks. Blaine, since you are the brand new guy here on the podcast, uh, you're going to need to have the first at bat and strengths, weaknesses, opportunities, and threats. A SWAT podcast always starts with strengths. What do you got? We're going into quarter end here this week and talking with Trevor and Todd, we wanted to kind of go into what is on the horizon, earnings season. One of the big strengths that we had was the current balance sheets of a lot of companies in the S&P. Last year, before that even, companies had been issuing new debt and reissuing debt that was on the books at lower interest rates. So going into this year with higher rates, companies are pretty flush with cash. Their balance sheets are built up pretty strong. We're looking at how that capital is going to be getting deployed on the on the balance sheets. That's a great point. In the past, you had situations where you're rolling into a potential recessions and the balance sheet are weak. There's occasions where you're rolling in and you got a lot of cash. One case was years ago, we were running into the fiscal cliff and everybody thought, well, fiscal cliff taxes going up and recessionary conditions. And we're looking at the balance sheet saying, I've never seen companies with so much cash sitting on the books. You're going into a potential recessionary condition with actually a pretty strong situation with the companies. You know, with these companies that are flush with cash, some of the more stickier businesses have been able to, one, raise prices, but two, maintain a solid volume, if not grow volume. So they've actually seen those margins expand and the balance sheet is already healthy. So it's definitely something that we're keeping an eye on and something that we see as a strength for some of those industries and companies. Right. And it drives the sector selection and emphasis in certain companies in certain areas. So bottom up, you're finding those companies and it's taking you in this overweighting certain sectors and that, of course, then underweighting others. And that all comes from the screening criteria that we put together and look at. Pretty seamless, if you will, from how we look at companies and how we bring it together. Kind of a cool process. I mean, not everything is sunshine and rainbows at this point. There are some weaknesses and some breakdowns that we've been seeing kind of all over the place in different pockets of the market. And I think one of the first areas that we've been talking about here as an investment committee is that earnings estimates are still really high compared to current market prices. And we're going to need to see some meaningful earnings revisions here going forward. Typically, market prices track and follow earnings. Ultimately, prices are driven by earnings. And given the divergence that we've seen between prices and earnings, it really only makes sense and is natural that we're that we see earnings revisions come down. One of the weaknesses is to see whether or not earnings can show up because analysts still are fairly optimistic. I don't I don't want to say optimistic, but they're holding these estimates. If they come down, that's a source of downward pressure on stock prices. So if they've overestimated earnings and, and companies come up short, that's a potential weakness looking ahead. To your point, you know, you have analyst estimates that still look somewhat optimistic. I think on the flip side of that, we also need to be cognizant of the fact that there's been a relative absence of guidance from management teams. We haven't really seen periods like this where we just aren't getting guidance whatsoever. That just adds a little more uncertainty to investor sentiment in general. And don't obviously uncertainty is not something that the market likes to see. 
With that uncertainty, we've seen companies that have had issues with inventory, where their inventory is growing faster than they can get stuff off the shelves. And now companies are going to have to, if they don't provide guidance, analysts are going to come in and say, okay, you've got too much inventory on the books, you're going to have to start discounting your goods, which could impact margins. And we have that report coming out on Tuesday, the retail inventories report, and we got pending home sales coming out on Monday. Should be some interesting indicators. Amex Wealth Management SWAT podcast, strengths, weaknesses, opportunities, and threats now to opportunities. One opportunity that we've been talking about on the committee is the fact that the balance sheet is strong. M&A could be something that we see over the next year. Companies looking to come into the market, looking to make a strategic acquisition. Valuations have finally started to come down. It's time for management to make a move and say, you know what, this is a company that we've wanted to add to our business line. Let's go and make that offer and see what we can bring in. The other opportunities are going to lie in those companies that are providing guidance. So if we do start to see some companies that are confident in their business models, are confident that they could potentially weather an economic downturn and come out of that healthier on the other side compared to their counterparts, investors receiving some positive guidance from those companies, those companies are going to be rewarded by the market. I think we'll see some upside there. It seems as though the market is already pricing in a recession. Maybe it's been a little too much too soon. So we could see upside in the sense of we're oversold. There are good companies out there with good businesses. There are some some opportunities to pick up solid companies at reasonable prices. Todd, is this a time for value stocks? I read that over the weekend. You know, in my opinion, it's always a time for value stocks. There's always should be a component. You know, typically our, the large cap strategy, equity strategy here at Annex, we've had 50% to two-thirds of the portfolio value, one-third growth. And the way the growth gets in there is is when it's cheap. So these stocks are, you know, you think of the Amazons and the Apples in the past, they're always expensive. They're never cheap, only when the market makes them cheap. So you step in there, and that's how growth gets into our strategies. But I was going to say the opportunities, looking forward, there's opportunities in these lower valuations now. To that point, you may find value in your traditionally older growth stocks. That's an area to start looking to pick up. And you've got the opportunity, again, with the market. You always hear this volatility. The market always has volatility. You know, looking forward to volatility, given that, take advantage of the volatility. We may not be out of the woods here. We may be in for more of a U-shaped bear market, but um, you can pick your battles here and take advantage of the opportunities on cheap valuations in certain sectors. Do you think companies will come out and issue more buybacks or talk about adding buybacks to the plan going forward, given where valuations have gotten and the market selling off? Or do you think you know, management backs off a bit. Well, I think if management's smart, they would be entertaining the idea of more buybacks and total shareholder return and emphasizing that. They know their own stock prices and those stock prices are down. I would think it would pick up. Yeah, the reason I ask is just with the higher rates and so forth, does the capital structure still make sense to issue debt to buyback stock? Because that's been a trend that we've seen over the last decade. Speaking of that, the, the buyback part of it, with the prices as low as they are, 
you got to think of the other side of this thing, and, and we're still on opportunities, so I'll I'll roll with that. But the opportunities looking f- on the other side of this for the potential appreciation and the selection criteria that we follow, we pick up on total shareholder return, which includes a component of buybacks and dividends and so forth. We pick up on volume increases by listening to earnings calls uh, we can obviously see the in, you know the sales growth numbers and the cost growth. Do, do companies have control over cost? Do they have pricing power? And that all ties together in that selection criteria that we follow. Yeah, and I think on the final thing I'll add, just going back to buybacks like we were talking about, with companies being flushed with a ton of cash at the moment, correct me if, if I'm wrong, you know, one thing that I'm thinking about is if M&A prospects aren't that great, Two, if the prospects of any R&D projects, capital spending, capital expenditure, developing new products, if the risk reward there at the moment, there's too much uncertainty, they don't necessarily see a payoff, wouldn't that be a driver for potential additional buybacks given current market prices? You would think so. It's just historically you've seen when the market sells off, buybacks get pulled back. Management isn't as aggressive, so it's uh, history hopefully doesn't repeat itself in this situation there. Annex Wealth Management SWAD podcast. We have covered strengths, weaknesses, opportunities. Now on to threats. Coming into this week, we were chatting about potential threats that we're seeing all over the place because, you know, you never know where, where the next headwind could come from. And so one thing that we were talking about this morning before we hopped in here was the, um, the threat of downgrades coming forward. Credit being downgraded, the likelihood of them being able to pay back their debt, that's going to be a little tougher here with financial conditions becoming a little more strict, higher interest rates, the inability to essentially borrow and face negative real rates. That's not so much a thing anymore with that, the fact that right now the market's priced in a recession, a lot of that's going off of not having guidance from management and companies over the last year or so. Like The the amount of companies that have been issuing guidance has come down. And if companies start issuing guidance and it's a disappointment to what analysts had been expecting, that's a serious threat. What Blaine had mentioned is, is kind of key here in that you see through the screening of these companies and everything, and, and I've never seen this before in 35 years, is that this wide dispersion of analyst estimates, because the management's not providing much in the way of guidance for obvious reasons. There's so much uncertainty in this post-pandemic period. Therefore, the analysts are more guessing what numbers might look like. So there's this really wide dispersion of estimates. The danger there is you got chances for misses. There are positive surprises that drive stock prices, but there are negative surprises that also drive stock prices down. So if you get a disproportionate number of downgrades, it puts pressure on stocks. It's a, it's a, it's a great example of a threat to, to the market as we head into this earnings season. And then as a result of that, we see selling pressure put on these names. And I think that's another threat with outflows in the equity markets combined with higher interest rates, investors are now able to achieve somewhat of a a solid, reasonable return that can actually outpace inflation over the long haul. So the lack of flows back into the equity market could be a threat to to prices in general, just money flows not coming in. Let's roll through our strengths, weaknesses, opportunities, threats, just kind of in a headline. Todd Voigt, Chief Investment Strategist, Annex Wealth Management, what would you say is the headline strength? No, I think the headline strength is the balance sheet and cash on the balance sheet and the strength of the financial strength of these companies as we head into a potential recession. Headline weakness. 
earnings estimates are still too high, and we're going to need to see those come down. And a potential for negative surprises. Watching the earnings this this quarter is going to be crucial. Headline for opportunity? Look at the other side of this bear market and select sectors and stocks or funds for opportunities. Yeah, and the fact that a recession more or less has been priced in in the equity side of the market. Granted, it's a minor recession that's priced in, but it's already been priced in. Headline threat. Interest rates. As a function of that, we would see financial conditions tighten. Companies aren't able to borrow as cheaply as they were in the past, so on and so forth. And inflation rising. So we got a PCE report coming out on, I believe it's Thursday, closely watched inflation indicator by the Fed that could remain firm or surprise to the upside. Annex Wealth Management SWAT podcast, strengths, weaknesses, opportunities, threats, insight, and perspectives from members of the Annex Wealth Management Investment Committee. Blaine Disrood, trader, research analyst, thank you. Thank you. Trevor Nargis, investment management specialist, appreciate it. Thank you. And Todd Voigt, chief investment strategist, Annex Wealth Management, thank you. Thank you. Annex Wealth Management, LLC, is a registered investment advisor. For more information about our firm, please visit AnnexWealth.com. The information in this podcast is for educational and entertainment purposes only and is subject to change without notice. The opinions expressed are those of the participants and don't necessarily reflect on those of Annex Wealth Management, LLC. Information presented should not be construed as tax, legal, or investment advice, or a recommendation or a solicitation for the sale of any product or strategy. Listeners are encouraged to seek advice from qualified professionals to determine whether any information presented may be suitable for their specific situation. Investments involve risk. Neither Annex Wealth Management, LLC, nor its podcast participants shall be liable for losses resulting from decisions based on information or viewpoints presented on this podcast.